Welcome to the Two Witnesses Podcast. You're here with David, David Jr. So as in the Two Witnesses Podcast, today's topic is reckoning. And you can reach us at two witnesses at protonmail.com. Again, that's two W-I-T-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-I-A-L dot com. Please send us your response, any uh, comments, any questions you have concerning our podcast, any show ideas. We'll be happy to answer them as expeditiously as possible. And now back to the Two Witnesses podcast and a word from our sponsor. We are back. And once again, welcome to the Two Witnesses podcast. Today's topic is reckoning. David, how are you today? I am doing great, Celeste. Uh, turn down my phone here. Yeah, I'm doing great, and uh, family's doing great out here. It's good to have you uh, back anchoring the Two Witnesses podcast, I'm and back. Uh, we're just doing fine out here. Yeah, we're just doing fine out here. Awesome. Thank you, man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And David Junior, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. All right. Awesome. We're representing many different states, the great state of Florida, North Carolina, and California in the house. (laughs) All right. That's a beautiful triangle when you think about it. What'd you say? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Awesome. I'm going to go ahead and start the podcast off with prayers. We do every podcast. The Lord's disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father, which are in heaven, we bless and honor your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and we thank you for providing food. We ask you to forgive us of our sins as we forgive those that offend us. Lead us not into temptation and deliver us from the evil one. For we know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against prince, principality, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We thank you that we raise our standard against them. We thank you because you are the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So today's topic again yeah. is reckoning. And David, when you think about reckoning, and when it comes to all that we see going on with, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, what for, what's the first thing that, what's the first word that comes to mind when you think of reckoning uh, when it comes to the pandemic and all the things that we're going through in this nation? Justice, yeah. question mark. Justice. Very good. What about you, David, Jordan? When you think about reckoning and all that's going on, that's affecting the United States. What is the first word that comes to mind? Uh, accountability. Accountability is a great word. And that's what reckoning is all about. Reckoning brings about accountability and it brings justice. So some great words. And I'm going to let you go ahead and start, David, and, and just say what's on your mind when it comes to the subject of reckoning. Uh, good evening, uh, listening audience. Welcome. Welcome back to the Two Witnesses podcast. I uh, uh, want to welcome all our listeners around the world. So when I think about the word reckoning, I'm thinking about the last 30 years about who has actually been responsible for wrecking our lives. This is the lives of people in America, people across the world, in different countries. 
who has actually been held accountable? Thank you, David Jr. for that. Who's actually been held accountable for all these actions? Who's actually, whose day of reckoning is it? Is it the public's day of reckoning or we're going to start to hold these people that are ruining our lives accountable? There's a lot of different things that happened over the last week or so with the exposure of the Fosse emails. We've been talking about this now for about a year and a half about uh, the origins of the coronavirus. My feeling was it was a biological weapon uh, created in a lab, released, released accidentally or on purpose. The net result is still the same. If it was released on purpose, that's an act of war, which nobody wants to talk about. But yet it's a bioweapon that's infiltrated every single part of every single society of every single human being around the planet. So, yes, I'm wondering what is now that this is being exposed, what is the day of reckoning? We saw over the last year, uh, you know, if we back up to like we did last uh, podcast uh, on Bread and Circus, uh, which is a sister podcast for this one, we talked about. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, the origins of the coronavirus. We talked about um, we talked about whether or not there was going to be any accountability. We talked about the deception that happened. We talked about the disinformation that happened. We talked about the masquerade that led to all of us wearing masks and being locked down in our homes and restriction of our liberties and freedoms and loss of income, loss of economic output. Uh, childhood depression, suicide rates. We talk about all these mandatory vaccinations that are going on, lottery vaccinations that are happening here in California. It's disgusting as that may sound. You know, you actually can win lottery money by taking the vaccine now. So when has government actually been involved in that? And where was that on a ballot the last time that I went to vote? I didn't see it. So we've got a runaway political systems. We got politicians that's latching on to power that don't want to give back up power. We saw uh, the release of the uh, coronavirus back in December of 2020, coinciding with the uh, second impeachment of President Trump, who was in office at that particular time. And we all know how that impeachment effort went along with the second, uh, with the first impeachment effort, where it was found totally innocent. And then we had the January 6th, quote unquote, insurrection. That was, again, fake news that it was supposedly uh, set off by one group, but then we found out who the real perpetrators of that was. Uh, we had the installation of the Biden administration along with the putting up of fences around our whole national capital complex. Can you imagine? That's the people's house and the people see the government, but yet we've got steel, uh, we got steel walls and, uh, concrete barriers and we got our own armies with their guns ported outward to the American people instead of the other way around. I, everything is exactly backwards. We talked about how when the coronavirus was uh, released and how they needed to get the death count rates up and how they were using the RT-PCR test, the reverse transcription polychromarest test, test that they're using to detect for infectious diseases and how they had the cycle threshold on that RT-PCR test turned up to 40 to 45 second cycles which guarantees a positive test result, by the way. In other words, you put a sample of the virus inside of the machine and then it amplifies it so big and you go, aha, it's positive. Well, if you amplify anything 45 times and it's invisible, it's going to become visible to you. And then one hour after the Biden administration got into office, the World Health Organization uh, issued a worldwide directive to lower the RC-PCR 
threshold count uh, back down to cycle threshold count back down to 20 to 25 cycles. And now you're starting to see the case count and drops. Why the case count drops is because they turned down the amplification cycle. It's an absolute scam. So, yeah, I'm disgusted by the whole thing, Celeste. And uh, I'm wondering, David, uh, we've had a lot of conversations, you and I, as father and son, about that. What are your thoughts about that, having, you know, participated in the Masquerade podcast, and now we're doing uh, the Reckoning podcast here on the Two Witnesses side of the house? Uh, just just waiting for everything to catch up, waiting for everybody to catch up with what's going on. Um, you know, all the things that they've been pointing a finger at before in the past that they couldn't find really any substance. Now things are – now those – uh those tide pools are full of what you're looking for and I'm just waiting for everybody to catch up to it. Uh, you're absolutely right about that PTR test. I just listened to a Google ad, you know, on YouTube, you get these ads before your video. Everybody knows that. Uh, and this lady, she's a representative of, of, of some medical institution. And she literally tells you about the process of the PCR test. And it's just like you said, Oh, we amplify it. So we can see and we can tell if you have it now or if you've not had it. At, you know, we can't tell if you've had it before, but we can tell if you've got it now. But they talk about how they ought to amplify it to see it. Like you said, uh, you can take something minuscule, amplify it. This is like the only thing you got to do this to. Cancer, you ain't got to do this to. Age, you don't have to do this to. All the other stuff that, uh, you know, for the, the, the other issues that you got, you got to have a real vaccine for it. You don't have to do that with because it's there. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's so laughable. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's laughable, like you say. And when you look at how this whole thing was perpetrated, uh, even prior to that, you know, this week the Fossey emails come out, and we've been calling Dr. Fossey Dr. Falsey for over a year now. And I, I just don't know why people after the first flip flop kept listening to the guy. I don't know why people didn't look up his patents that he has associated with Gavi, the general alliance on uh, vaccines and inoculations, which is basically headed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I don't know why people didn't look into the patents that Dr. Fossey has on vaccines and his relationships with the big pharma companies. I don't know why people haven't looked into the funding of the National Institutes of Health, which I call the National Institutes of Death, and the Centers for Disease Control, which I call the Centers for Disease Continuation. I don't know why people aren't looking at the fact that uh, that those agencies, which they come to think of the government watchdog agencies against the pharmaceutical industries and medical authorities around the world, I don't know why people aren't looking at the fact that 70, 60, 70 percent of their funding comes from big pharma. I don't know why people are not looking at the fact that most of the media companies, uh, you name them, Disney, ABC, MSNBC, MSNBC, Comcast, most of those major conglomerates that control 95% of everything you read, see, hear, and watch, most of those media companies has one of their, one or two of their board members are actually board members, active board members on the boards of big pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you talk about collusion, you talk about corruption, you talk about public manipulation, you talk about public deception, you talk about all these different things, and then you combine that with uh, the financial interests of Dr. Fossey and the patents that he has when, with his name on it, along with Bill Gates. And we're talking about um, 
patent number W06060606, which is using the human body as cryptocurrency. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about, uh, um, uh, we're talking about several other patents that he has with the vaccine companies and the fact that he's actually out there denouncing natural cures like vitamin D, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, all the other known, uh, natural cures for the COVID vaccine. He's actually out there denouncing that and pushing these vaccines on the people, particularly the 12 to 15 year old segment. Now you're starting to look at the 12 to 15 year old segment who have a, by the way, folks, a 99.99997% recovery rate in case they do get COVID. He's pushing those vaccines on 12 to 15 year olds around the world, particularly here in the United States. And guess what we're having now? According to VAERS, the vaccine accident and injury reporting system that the government supposedly is uh, watchdogging. Now you're starting to see coronavirus and vaccine-related deaths go up to almost 6,000. Folks, that is a mammoth increase over what's been happening with regular vaccines that you come to know, like David was talking about, about chickenpox, measles, mumps, rubella, all those other types of vaccines. And now all of a sudden we have this particular vaccine that there's a lot of economic interest in. I don't know if you guys can see it on your screens, but I did pull up this chart by John Hopkins University. Can you all see that? Uh, I'm just Last now day. receiving your screen share. Yes, I have it. Okay, well, this is well, this is a John Hopkins uh, site that I've been tracking for over a year and a half now. And I was particularly tracking it back in January of 2020 during the onset of this worldwide uh, coronavirus uh, contagion and then the subsequent lockdown. And then if you look at how the United States is like blood red. Now, if I move over to China, if you move over to China, as you can see, you don't hardly see any sort of uh, redness on China anymore the way that we saw it. When I first started tracking this about a year or so ago, there was one dot there. This one where I have my pointer right there, Wuhan province, that 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 kind of bigger red dot, that was all they had. You see where it says Wuhan there? And you notice that that dot there is clear now. So the Chinese aren't even reporting what's really going on in their country anymore. And now you're starting to see countries around the world. You see the red dots all over the world, all over Europe and how it spread, uh, particularly back here to the U.S. Let me get that going. And you look at how the U.S. is blood red, particularly the eastern seaboard of the United States is blood red, whereas you got sparse red in the Midwest and, uh, you know, Northern Plains state with uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, and Utah. And you, you look over here at what the uh, actual uh, case count is. The case count as far as positive coronavirus cases. Now get this, folks, is 33,460,039. So 33,460,039 positive cases of coronavirus. And and right next to it in white, it says that there's 599,748 deaths in the United States from COVID. Now, we do know that. Hello. Now, now. OK. So we do know that when back in December of 2020, uh, when this thing first started to happen and the first case appeared in Washington, the state of Washington. And then uh, the Trump administration decided to shut down travel from particularly Wuhan province and basically was called a racist for doing that and then shut down uh, travel, international travel to the, all our eastern uh, airports and 
and seaports, and then it was called the races. But then we look at how this virus has really penetrated all around the world, all throughout the United States and every fiber. It led to massive, massive uh, lockdowns and and increases in medical authority as far as overriding our governmental authorities. This is the only medical situation that ever happened in world history to where everybody around the world lost their freedom all at the same time. Now, back to those numbers, the, the 33,460,000 coronavirus cases so far. The CDC back in March admitted on their own website, you probably ought to screenshot that before they memory hole it, but they admitted that 97% of those 33 million deaths were, uh, 33 million cases were false positives. 97% of those 33 million cases were false positives. 95% of those 500, let's call it 600,000 deaths, 95% of those 600,000 deaths were that they said were COVID. They had two or three other comorbidities. In other words, the people had chronic, chronic obstructive uh, pulmonary disease. They had some sort of heart disorder. They had diabetes. They were severely overweight. They had two other comorbidities. And I know that bears out a fact because about a year ago, I traveled back east to visit you guys, and I started hearing anecdotal evidence. Uh, one time I was in a hotel down in Florida, and I ran into this gentleman who was a uh, hospital administrator, active hospital administrator, 30 years of experience there. Uh, I won't mention the state because I don't want to identify him, but he was actually getting in trouble because he started to notice that the medical system was being incentivized to inflate the COVID hysteria, the COVID account. He said, yeah, David, I started to see lab lab tickets to where we're getting $3,000 for normally for a flu test. It costs us $1,200. Now we do a flu test and we just put COVID in there. Now we can bill $3,000. When people uh, have a positive coronavirus test, we were, we, we, we made $13,000 per positive test. When, uh, when, uh, People were on the respirator, it was 39,000. And when people die and you put COVID on their death certificate, guess what? We get $50,000 or more. Even this own the county that I'm in over here in California, Alameda County, Alameda County, just this week alone, they finally fessed up and, and uh, said that 25% of all their cases and deaths were false. In other words, as soon as this administration took over within one hour, the CT cycle, the, the, the World Health Organization issued a directive, worldwide directive, that they'll lower the CT threshold, cycle threshold count on the RT-PCR test, lower that from 40 to 45 cycles to lower that to 20 cycles. And that's why magically, as we were trying to get 100 million jabs and 100 million arms in the first 90 days, that's why you started to see the case count go down and supposedly the vaccine was secure. Folks, the vaccine is the pandemic, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But Celeste, uh, I just wanted to kind of frame up when we start talking about reckoning, when we start talking about the masquerade that we just went through over the last year and a half, we need to have accountability. Somebody needs to be held accountable. There needs to be a day of reckoning for our medical authorities. The damages and injuries that people are going to be suffering based on these mRNA vaccines they have no idea what's it going to do, but it's one great big human lab experiment as far as I'm concerned. So back to you, Celeste. Okay, great. And again, you're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. Today's topic is 
reckoning. Reckoning defined as the noun form of reckoning is the process of calculating or estimating something. Reckoning in the verb form is establishing by counting or calculation. I'm gonna um, continue to talk, but the next thing after I'm done with my presentation is I'm going to be asking you, David, and you, David Jr., a question I'm going to ask you in advance. When we started the podcast, I asked you, when you think of reckoning, to give me one word. David Jr.'s word was accountability, and my question is, when it comes to reckoning, what are some ways that accountability can be brought on all the things that we've, we're talking about when it comes to reckoning when it comes to tallying up all the things that are going on and 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 you think about it and say okay my word was accountability what are some ways accountability can be brought david i asked you for one word when you think of uh, uh, reckoning and you said justice and uh my question to you is going to be what are some ways that justice can be brought to those who are perpetrating the fraud those who are giving the disinformation misinformation to the american public what is some ways injustice can be brought? Uh, so in the meantime, I'm going to, I always give uh, a scripture of the day. And today we're coming out of Matthew 2, verse 5 and 6. And uh, in that scripture, we're talking about Jesus. King Herod, king Herod was actually inquiring. He was upset because he was king of the day. And the wise man saw the star and told him, hey, we see that there's another king that's, that's going to be born. And he was upset. And so he went and called all of his wise men together and say, hey, I'm king. What what is this about another king being born? And Matthew chapter two, verse five said they told him in Bethlehem of Judea was written by the prophets and you, Bethlehem, the land of. The following presentation is brought to you by a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. Today's topic is reckoning. You can reach us at two witnesses at protonmail.com. That's two witnesses at protonmail.com. Number two, W-I-T-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. And when we left off, um, there was questions that was asked of David concerning the word accountability, um, David Jr. and David on um, the word justice. I'm going to start with you, David Jr. When it comes to the topic today, which is reckoning and the word accountability, what are some ways that you think accountability can be made to those who have perpetrated the things that we've talked about today? All right, accountability, those are authority, those are in position to uh, administer policy, right? First, they said your kids are all right. Now they want to jab your kids with the vaccine. Uh, first, you know, now Fauci was saying you didn't need masks and he wants you to wear like two of them. And how many of y'all fit into that? And then one. I'm going to be kind of mad on this. I'm sorry. But, you know, there is no accountability is the, the problem. So that's why that word has to fit in somewhere uh, with all this stuff that Fauci was talking about. Now these emails are coming out. How come the... Uh, the uh, the powers that be can't bring this guy back and say, hey, listen, uh, I know, I know, at least on this level, on this lowly level that I exist, that if I say something and it don't come out right, there's going to be at least one person in my life that's going to at least check me on this. So 
hey, listen, uh, you know, Fauci, you said that uh, we didn't have to wear masks. You know, only blocks to drop. Now you're coming out with this double mask policy. What's up with that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm full of it. Uh, people know who needs to be accountable. And, and that's another thing, too. Like, okay, so China's not accountable when it came from them. And if we said it was a Chinese virus, all of a sudden we're xenophobes and racists. But then when they had the South African uh, flu and the, the, the one that came from the UK, you know, are we targeting the British? Are we tar- targeting Europeans and, and our, our, our South African brethren? We can't be racist towards them. No one's accountable for that. When you can free flow in this little area where you can just be dodgy with your words, you really, you know, as long as you can just wax. Yeah, it, it's definitely, you know, some yeah. definitely got to change because, uh, you know, I've known people that at work that we, you know, I held them accountable. I was like, remember, you were acting all funny and you were trying to, like, stay away from me. And then, you know, in the beginning, I told you I wasn't getting vaccinated. And now you're coming back like, oh, yeah, you know, it might be a little like, you know, get out of here. I know you just have patience and love for these people, but you were so bold in your stance. And then all of a sudden, just a little bit of uh, truth. You know, someone uh, uh, cracks the blinds for you a little bit. Now you're, see, that's the problem. People are woke, but I'm awake. You can be woke all you want. Woke is just laying in bed with your eyes open, get ready, wondering what you're going to do. Wake is right, you're up man. and doing stuff. All so. right, now. That's awesome. I have a follow-up question. I was watching the Senate hearings, and the uh, senator from Iowa was questioning uh, Dr. Fauci uh, asking him why under his leadership, the Wuhan lab received between 600000 and $810,000. Exactly. He was yeah. questioning yeah. him, asking him also, uh, you know, why was they doing, why with the American taxpayer money, were they performing gain-of-function research on bats for the COVID-19, the very thing that uh, caused the pandemic, we finance that so when it comes to accountability do you think like he owes the american public an apology of course he does of course he does and then uh uh yeah because he was being grilled by jim jordan and uh he was talking about that uh eco health grant and you know at first he was trying to uh see that's why when you really are going in on somebody you gotta you gotta let them lay their own trap and let them lay right in it you just you just give them space that's it. I'll, so I'll also, first, I'll when he was asking him, go ahead. And the thing was, he was trying to dodge his way around it until Jim Jordan followed up with some more information that really concluded that, yeah, dude, you know exactly what we're talking about. You know what that's all about. That's why you had to go back in because he it left too much open. So we had to, you know, we had to cover that up. And uh, how is what he called juicing up? How? That's another thing. You got to be accountable for your profession. You know, you got scientists and doctors. I mean, what are you guys, uh, uh, Nazi doctors 2.0, where you're like juicing up? You, you, I mean, look at a farmer. A farmer does not have to worry about catching pig disease, cow disease, horse disease, chicken disease. You know, you got to be clean around all the, the waste and all that. You can get sick from that, obviously. You get hand and foot disease from your own self. But, um, you know, now all of a sudden you're you're making things that cross uh, uh, the barrier of species. You know, now for what? There is no purpose. These people are mad. They're they're right. they're mad. 
Right. Um, so when it comes to accountability, my last question. I was watching an interview uh, with Candace Owens, and she felt as though some people should go to jail. Do you think an apology to the American people is enough, or do you think the extreme measure of job loss or jail is, nah, is in order? Nah, 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 nah. We got to go past okay. that. We got to go past that. Um, until you're aware. Do you think we should be accountable in a way that we should enact some laws where this never happens again? Well, we're not sending $600,000, dollars in America's taxpayer money to the Wuhan lab where the very virus came from. Do you think that, uh, If it was you know, one person, I would say that this one person would have to be really considered, uh, and I know this is going to sound extreme, right? But you can't put it on one person. Uh, collateral damage. Yeah, it's indirect collateral damage, you know, for this kid that wouldn't have been at home. Yeah, it's the collateral damage indirectly that's caused by these uh, forced shutdowns. Uh, Dad rattled off a bunch of things that had happened since then, if anybody would, uh, you know, forgot. Because a lot had happened, and people are very good at at adapting, and they're very resilient at, um, you know, like, okay, that's going on. Okay, I can deal with that. You know, uh, people that even get shot, you know, they're still able to do things and, 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 and provide care. It's not like, you know, you know, the next time they make next time they make another virus, you know, they realize now that they're going to have to make it a lot stronger because it didn't really uh, do what they said. You know, and everybody can relax about all these numbers of people that have died. Yes, it's very unfortunate that one person died from this. That's why we got to hold people accountable. Those who are responsible what it happened so uh once you do that and these people are severely and harshly punished how do you set an example at this level we send murderers to jail i mean not to get off on another thing here but we send murderers to jail and sometimes they don't even do 10 years they affected a small circle a small ripple you know uh you know, they may have uh, killed somebody who was a teacher and that affected, you know, uh, two, three hundred students out of a day. All these years, you know, uh, this person had a, a chance to influence thousands of lives. So, I mean, it's pretty significant just for one person. So what does one person do? You know, who's the people that are going to be accountable for it? And, and no one's definitely going to step up. This is just going to be a scar on the soul of the country as they want to talk. They want to talk about the soul of the country. This is a big, gaping scar. It's a scar that won't be able to heal. Uh, It's just something that you can just put time behind. That's it. Okay. Thank you very much, David Jr. David, it's your turn. When it comes to justice and the subject of reckoning, uh, what thoughts do you have? I just want to piggyback off what David was saying concerning, uh, you know, where's the long-term accountability and, Where's the people that are going to jail? Where's the government officials that are losing their pensions? Where's the government officials that are being fired? And I mean, you can take this back four or five years ago. You know, um, you can take this all the way back to the beginning of the Obama administration. You could take this back 30 years from now. You can take this back since 9-11 in 2001 when we signed the Patriot Act, which supposedly made us more secure, but what it did was it opened a way for big government, big tech, and big data to big health to be even more intrusive in our lives. Uh, they've taken all those tools that they used to spy on 
they've taken, I should say, all these tools that they used to spy on other countries with, and they found that it was more and more profitable for the countries to collude with each other. And I am suggesting that the United States government is colluding with China in many, many different ways across many, many uh, different uh, ways to unthinkable. One of the biggest things that are happening in Texas now, you've got a Chinese billionaire who's closely affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party that bought up 130,000 acres of arable farmland. And then when you look at the Department of Agriculture statistics, you've got tons and tons and tons of foreigners owning millions of acres of arable farmland here in the United States. What's to keep them uh, for what's what's to stop them from growing food and growing livestock on that land here in the United States, which is part of our sovereign territory, and then restricting the output from those agricultural lands and sending it over to China? Because everybody knows that Chinese China has a huge problem feeding its one and a half billion people. That's why they have to import so much food is because they cannot grow. You think a country as big as China is? that they would have sufficient agricultural lands to build uh, and to grow the facilities and the food necessary to feed its whole population. But that's not the way a totalitarian regime works. It's all based on scarcity, and it's all based on loyalty. And if you, uh, you're part of the system, you eat. If you're not part of the system, you starve to death. So one of the things that they're doing down in the state of Texas now, they've just passed legislation, just proposed legislation to restrict Chinese ownership of, uh, yeah, of arable farmland there in the, here in the United States. And they don't just buy an acre or two. They buy hundreds of thousands of acres, you know, and that's right next to a military base. So who in their right mind will approve that? Well, they say the CFIUS, the Committee on Foreign um, Intelligence and Investment or whatever, this is the same corrupt organization that approved 20% of our uranium being sold to Russia during the Obama administration when Obama was president and Clinton was secretary of state. So how do you separate all this stuff? How do you, how do you, and there is no accountability. They launch these investigations. Oh yeah, we need an investigation. Yes, yes, yes. We need an investigation. And then they drag these investigations on and on and on and on. And then if they do finish the investigation during a term, then a reasonable amount of time to report and be accountable, accountable, there's that word, uh, to the American people is such a watered down report that it absolutely makes no, no, no sense. Remember that Horowitz reports? Whatever happened to that Durham report that was supposed to be coming out about spying on the Trump campaign? Whatever happened to that? That was buried in pigeonholed also. And now you've got you know, talk about uh, accountability and, and and you talk about justice. Now the state of uh, Arizona is just completing their post-election audits and the findings are just going to just chill, send a chill down the backbone of every single person around the world when they realize the magnitude of election fraud that's being proven right now with the Arizona audits. That's why you had on Friday uh, the Attorney General, now Merrick Garland, who who, by the way, was turned down by the Republican majority um, um, under the Obama administration to appoint him a Supreme Court justice. They didn't want him on Supreme Court, but now this guy is actually the attorney general, and now he's threatening the state of Alabama with coming in and double-checking their now – the, now the Justice Department is going to come in and double-check whether or not the state of Arizona, who has sov- who has primacy when it comes to sovereignty – they're going to check Arizona to make sure that Arizona didn't violate any election laws. Our Justice Department, this is the same 
Justice Department that failed to intervene after the 2020, November 20, uh, 2020 elections. Can you believe that? That's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't the, the, work. The nerve of these people. See, when everybody's corrupt, everybody's innocent, and there is no accountability. Name one person that's been prosecuted or fired or lost their government pension since 30 years ago. I can't think of any. The only one that comes to mind is Bernie Madoff, who was a part of the SEC. He was a part of the SEC governing board to prevent the very abuses that they enabled with him to the tune of $150 billion. He just passed away, but he's the only person that I can think of that was even held accountable, or even brought to justice for some of these abuses. You got Wall Street banks that are going crazy now. When they get all, when they get caught up, guess what? They pay a few billion dollar fine. Does any of those white collar uh, executives ever go to jail? No. You look at what happened with the Sackler family concerning the opioid crisis prior to the Trump administration coming aboard. What happened to them? Five billion dollar fine. They're appealing that now, but who in that family went to jail? Nobody. You look at the medical establishment, these doctors out there to take the Hippocratic oath, which I think now is a hypocritic oath because it's supposed to be do no harm. How much harm is vaccines doing around the world? Uh, I, why was the Bill Gates and Gabby kicked out of India when they were shoving Gardasil down the, yeah, they always start with the 12 and 13 year old girls. You know why? Because those girls are the ones that produce the population. And if you can sterilize them by giving them some sort of, uh, vaccine to present, to prevent, uh, I guess it's HPV, human papillomavirus or whatever, whatever the heck they were vaccinating these girls for. The, the country of India threw him out. The Philippines threw out Bill Gates and Gabby because the Philippines had the worst polio outbreak in 80 years when they were over there jabbing these poor little Filipino kids, again, black and brown. You notice how they try to eliminate us first. Uh, the Philippines threw them out. They had the worst polio outbreak that ever happened in their entire history as a result of these vaccines. So when you ask me that question concerning justice, Celeste, I don't see any justice. I, I I look back for 30 years. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any whatsoever. So I, I haven't seen anything concerning Russia, 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 stormy, 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 Michael, 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 Mueller, 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 collusion, 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 Ukraine, 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 quid pro quo, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. When that started sounding like quid pro Joe prior to the election, oh, we better get off of that and get back onto impeachment, impeachment, and impeachment. And then it was virus, 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 and then back to impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Then it's mass, 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 and then lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. I haven't seen any accountability. I haven't seen any justice. Have you? Are you suggesting that the checks and balance system that's bought for, that is embedded and that's the very fabric of our democracy, are you, are you saying that it's failed? You think? I haven't seen any evidence of that working. I haven't seen any evidence of that working. What I've seen is this one-step, lockstep march towards totalitarian rule in this country, one-party rule. I've seen that. I've seen towards uh, countries, uh, uh, states that have democratic majorities. I've seen them change the voting laws to allow mail-in balloting. I'm suggesting to you that every single thing that we just witnessed for the eight last eight, ten, twelve, twenty years is all parts of a lockstep orchestration towards. One world government, one world rule, one world money system, one world court system, and you either comply or die, and you better take your vaccination. Did I tell you that we're coming up with a booster shot also? You're going to be mandatory for you to take that? Where does it all end? Millions and millions of people are going to die if we don't stop this. Understand this. 
the vaccines that they're injecting into people's bodies right now with the mRNA uh, vaccines, you look at the Moderna website, it actually tells you that it's installing an operating system into your body. Just like when your iPhones go on an automatic upgrade or your Android phones go on an automatic upgrade or your Comcast or your cable boxes go on an automatic upgrade. That's exactly what they're doing with those vaccines is changing your DNA, is changing your genetic makeup, all within the guise of hijacking your immune system so that when they create the next bioweapon, that you'll have more immunity towards the next bioweapon or you'll have more uh, a susceptibility towards being either killed or being severely sickened by the next one they decide to release. This ain't that hard to see, folks. This ain't that hard to see. It's happening right there in front of your eyes. This ain't that hard. But people, when confronted with the truth, what's the old saying? It's easier to fool people than convince them that they have been fooled. And that's exactly what's going on. So, yeah, where is that day of reckoning? Where is that accountability that's going to happen? Where is that Durham report? Whatever happened to all the politicians, you know, the Adam Schiff's, the, the, who's this idiot down here in Dublin? Um, um, I forgot his name, the guy that, uh, passed gas on live TV during an interview, some congressman here in Northern California, Eric Swalwell. Yeah, that guy, you know, Eric Swalwell. Where's the accountability for all, for all the lies and all the deception and all the, and all the compromised com- congressional testimony that they've had over the years? Where's the accountability for that? I don't see any. Where's the justice for that? I don't see any. Where's the internal checks and balances for, for the conduct of our elected officials? I don't see that. I don't see it at all. What I see, what I don't see is having a, a real sense of the United States citizen. I don't have a sense of being represented by our elected representatives at all. I don't see a government that I can trust at all. I don't see a justice department that I can have faith in. That justice department, along with the FBI and all these other uh, alphabet soup agencies, they've been thoroughly corrupted, thoroughly corrupted. And like I've been saying for the last year and a, year and a half, swamp cleaning is an extremely dirty business. You know why? Because all the swamp creatures are corrupt. And when everybody's corrupt, everybody's innocent because when one gets busted, hey, we need to cover up for him because if this gets out, this is going to lead to this and this is going to lead to this. And then the dominoes are going to fall and nobody wants to fall, but everybody wants to stay on the gravy train when it comes to the taxpayer money and the taxpayer dime and taxpayer pensions. That's what's happening in our country. That's why we don't have a system of checks and balances. That's why we don't have a legislative system. That's why we don't have a judicial system. And that's why we got a compromised executive in the White House. Wow. Wow. That was powerful. Uh, that was a powerful, um, words that you just spoke. And uh, I just think that it's really important that we realize that, uh, as you said before, uh, things are going to continue. There's five bads, right? Bad, 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 bad. Uh, and I do believe that it's all tied into end times prophecy. One of the end times prophecies said that there will be lawlessness. And what are we seeing? We are seeing lawlessness, even among our institutionalized, so, institutionalized and, lawlessness. And I think that there's complicity on both sides well, of the it, aisle. It, it doesn't really that. matter because how does the racketeering 
influence corrupt organization act apply to our own government our whole government should be under the under the purview of the rico act uh and so we need to kind of understand that our our whole system has been compromised to the point that it's absolutely the only way the only way to do this is to flush the system and to rebuild it from the ground up with some integrity it is just too corrupt i have zero absolutely like i said this is not the system that got it I have absolutely zero faith in it. Like I said, this is not the system that God originally set up for mankind. And it's been a mess ever since because I invite our listeners to go read first Samuel six. When the. Okay. First Samuel six is when the king was instituted and God had the prophet Samuel warned the people. Okay. You want a king? This is what he's going to do. He's going to rule over you. He's going to make you pay taxes. He's going to make your sons endure. He's going to make your sons uh, go to war. That may be a just war or unjust war. He's going to bring your daughters in and make them concubines. So I invite everybody to read First Samuel 6. And Jesus was the answer to that. Uh, when you read in Matthew 2, 5 and 6, that he came as the ruler of our people. So for me, I'm all about the kingdom of God system. Uh, that's why I didn't vote Democratic. I didn't vote Republic. I voted for Jesus Christ on my um, ballot, and I'm not suggesting anyone else does it, but that was the right decision for me. Uh, so uh, we've uh, been talking today about reckoning. This is the Two Witness Podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste, and we um, definitely invite you guys to email us at twowitness at protonmail.com. That's twowitness at protonmail.com to w-i-t-n-e-s-s at p-r-o-t-o-m-m-a-i-l dot com if you have any questions if you have um any show ideas if you have any comments definitely email us and we will respond to all emails so we definitely thank uh david uh and black swan media myself um Thank God I graduated with my doctorate. So I'm now Dr. Blow. Congratulations, Dr. Celeste. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I graduated. Now it's time to go change the world. Uh, global Salvation Outreach is planning a global sign new cast uh, where the message of the gospel is going to go around the entire world in one broadcast, coordinating with pastors throughout the world. We're going to be preaching a message of repentance, salvation, and judgment all happen in one simultest, the, the simulcast, and the date is to be announced. It's called Kingdom Project MT2414-195, Matthew 24:14. Jesus said, and the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world for witness to all nations, and then the end will come. So we're coordinating it now. We're getting with pastors and inviting them to be a part of the simulcast. If you are a minister of the gospel and you're listening to this, you can contact me at two witnesses and let me know that you want to be a part of the global simulcast that Global Salvation Outreach is doing. You can also reach me at globalsalvationoutreach.com. We are looking for a robust robust response to all the lawlessness and all the things that are going on uh, to ensure that everyone's had the chance to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. David, you want to give any closing comments? I'll uh, defer that to, to David Jr. and then I'll wrap. Yeah. Any final words, David Jr.? Is he still with us? No, I don't see him anymore.
I'm not sure. So you can go ahead and give the final word. Well, you know, I just want folks to just realize that this is a progression. Um, Things have to come to a cataclysmic head. Uh, This is not the, uh, the, the end of the beginning. This is the beginning of all sorrows. Uh, I do think things are going to get progressively, progressively worse before the people rise up and demand their rights and demand accountability and demand justice and and demand that government gets their boot off of our necks as far as controlling our lives and controlling our liberty and controlling our businesses, controlling our our freedom of movement with these soon-to-be vaccine passports in order to get on airplanes. Uh, We're truly watching some diabolical actions happen with governments all around the world. The United States government is is included. To this date, we still have uh, National Guard troops guarding the capital of the United States. From who? Uh, is it foreign enemies or domestic enemies? No, they're they, they, they just all enemies, foreign well, and domestic. <laughs> and we vote for them, believe it or not. But uh, it's just it's just unthinkable to me that that beautiful Capitol grounds is surrounded by fence, and you got National Guard uh, outposts over there. You got Army outposts over there with weapons pointing towards the American public instead of the other way around. Uh, it's just incredible how backwards things are. So. I do think things are going to come to a cataclysmic head, uh, world-shattering cataclysmic head. I do think things are going to get progressively worse. I don't think the American people have had enough of this oppression. I don't think the American people have enough of this corruption. I don't think the American people have enough of all this deception and disinformation yet. I do think things are going to get progressively work, but we, worse. But understand this, that we're moving from darkness to light. And these are the violent birth pangs of moving towards mm-hmm. light and righteousness. And the people that have That's the right. temporal hold on power right now, all that power is going to be stripped from them. They'll be laid bare, naked, and public for all to see right. because their actions now is offending the holiest of holies at this particular point. It's beyond crime, beyond evil. Right. This is this is to the point now that there has to be divine intervention in order to set the world back on the right path. And what you're doing at GSO with your fellow pastors and what we're doing here at Black Swan Media, along with Two Witnesses podcast and the Bread and Circus podcast, which is a hard hitting commentary on the political environment that we find ourselves in. I think with all these efforts and people raising their voices and people coming to understand the knowledge of the truth. I do think that the scales are beginning to fall away from everybody's eyes. They can see things for what it's worth, as horrifying as it may be. And we can begin to deal with things as they are and be able to put our lives back on a right footing again. So, and please keep these doctors, these people in white lab coats away from your 12 to 15 year olds with these vaccines. They're sterilizing these children is what's happening with that and changing their DNA at the same time. Why parents put up with that? I have Absolutely. no idea. Uh, back to you, Celeste. All right. Awesome. We've had a really great informative day today. Again, the topic is reckoning. Again, if you have any questions, comments, or any show ideas, contact us at two witnesses at protonmail.com. That's two W I T N E S S at P R O T O N. M-A-I-L dot com. You're listening to the Two Witnesses Podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. 
And I pray that you guys have a great week. Until we meet again, may the Lord watch between me and you.